0: Welcome to the Pageantry Podcast. And today's very special and exciting guest on the Pageantry Podcast is none other than your newly crowned Miss Universe two thousand nineteen, Zoshibini Tuzi, Zosie. Hey. Good morning. Good
1: morning. How are you?
0: You don't know how excited I am to speak with you today and to get this feature done. And, of course, it'll be our next cover. And I know you have a whirlwind life up there in New York right now since capturing the title. So if you're ready, we'll jump right into the interview. I'm ready. You're only the third woman from South Africa to capture the crowd of Miss Universe. What has the reaction been from home?
1: Well, I think everyone is still losing their minds. It's been a week, but it's still still so fresh in their mind because I think everyone's just so proud. Um, And South Africa is really a country that celebrates each other's victories because when we go out to represent our countries, it's never really about ourselves, but about everyone else. So everyone's still excited about it.
0: Much has been made of your decision to compete with natural hair. What would you say to those who recommend it otherwise?
1: Um, I think for me, it's just been such a crazy conversation to have because this is my hair. This is how I was born to look. And so when I had those conversations, you know, I was taken aback a little because it is the way that I look and it's who I am. But, yeah, I did get advice to put on a weave or to put on extensions because I guess it is the standard norm of what beauty has been seen to be in the past. Um, But, yeah, what I would tell them is that, Being your authentic self is really, you know, the best thing you can do for yourself. Um, But this is not to say anything about people who do put on extensions, because if they feel like they identify best with themselves when they have weeds, then I think that's absolutely perfect, too. Mm
0: -hmm. You mentioned that you wanted other young women to see their reflection in you. Can you explain that a little more?
1: Um, you know, I like, I like to say that we, we cannot be what we cannot see, um, and what that means to me is when I grew up, I didn't really see women who looked like myself, represented as much in media or in corporate or in politics, and it does something to your self-confidence as a child when you, you cannot relate to people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's what I meant when I said I want them to see their faces reflected in mine. Um, I want them to know that they, too, are are capable of of achieving great things in life, regardless of their background, regardless of how they look like. It, It doesn't even have to be an issue of race, but it just has to be an issue of feeling different and feeling like you don't belong in spaces. So what I was saying is you actually do belong.
0: And, of course, when I wrote these questions, there were four major titles, and now we have Five major titles <laughs> yeah. that are now black women. How does that make you feel?
1: I feel so honored to be a, a part of, of such a fantastic group of women, especially women who have been underrepresented in the past before. Seeing as the world has always been so racially divided so much in the past, I think now we're finally moving forward to a place of, you know, unity and, and saying here are women who have been misrepresented, or underrepresented before, taking up these leadership positions of, you know, not only beauty, but um, intelligence as well. It's, it, I think it's a fabulous thing to be happening at this time.
0: In your home country, as one of four sisters, where do you fall in age?
1: I'm the second one of my sisters. So I have one big sister and two little sisters.
0: And do any of your other sisters model?
1: No, they don't. None of them do. I never really modeled much either, because I, I just went to school, and I was a bit of a nerd, and I was doing my internship in PR as well, so I never really got into modeling. I don't have any modeling experience, and neither do they.
0: Well, how has your move been to New York?
1: It's been fantastic. I mean, aside from the fact that I can't feel my toes anymore because of the cold, everything else has been amazing. And I, I love the people. I love the energy and the vibrancy of it all. It's been, you know, quite exciting to stand out of my window and, and watch people, you know, move up and down the streets looking like they have somewhere to be. I think everyone looks like they're on a mission here, and I, I love that about New York.
0: And obviously, the weather is very different.
1: The weather is very different, considering that back home right now, we're in the middle of summer. You know, everyone is at the beach having, you know, a nice time. <laughs> Much colder in <laughs> here, but, um, you know, it is New York. Still fantastic as well.
0: Let's talk a little bit about your whirlwind New York media tour. I've been following you, so I know you've had a lot of interviews and a lot of TV appearances. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about those.
1: It was quite exciting for me because, I mean, the world wants to to find out about, you know, about me and my country and things that are important to me and what I plan to do with the, uh, with the platform that I'm on. So for me, that's, you know, it's very exciting. It gives me an opportunity to uh, be able to spread more awareness about the things that I'm passionate about. So I've been happy about that for the past week.
0: And of course, it was Good Morning America. And Inside Edition, uh, Megan has already sent in the picture of y'all for our celebrity section of the next magazine. Is, is there a yeah. highlight that has stood out so far on your media tour? Um,
1: they've been quite, you no, know, they've been pretty special, all of them, especially the reception from, you know, the people that have interviewed me and everyone that really works um, for these uh, media houses have been so amazing. Mm-hmm. So it, it's quite difficult for me to really p- pick um, a special, you know, moment and interview for me. Uh, but I must say I did have so much fun at, at Sirius. Sirius Radio, Mm -hmm. yeah, I think. Yeah, they had, like, such great um, hosts there. It was quite amazing.
0: Why is education so important to you?
1: Yeah, I mean, I always feel like education is that one thing that people cannot take away from you. Um, You can go through the worst and you might be ripped off of everything that you have, but education is something that you will take with you forever. And I feel like it gives you just that extra advantage to be able to navigate yourself and to make it in the world. Um, And so that's why especially, you know, coming from South Africa where um, education for a lot of people uh, is, is, is something that's quite difficult to get Um, And so it's so important to me. I I see what it has done for me as as a young woman, and I Mm -hmm. feel like everyone deserves to have that chance. Mm -hmm.
0: Your platform is against gender violence and bias. Did this come from a personal experience?
1: Not really a personal experience. I think because I am a woman, it is personal in that way. uh, Because every woman is at a risk of, at least once in their lives, facing some sort of you know, sexual harassment in any way. Mm-hmm. So I think because I'm a woman, I'm a woman. that's why it's so important to me. But I've never really had a personal attack on my side.
0: So we're going from top 20 to 15 to 10 to 5 to 3. What were yeah. you thinking when you kept hearing, Miss South Africa?
1: <laughs> it's so quick. It's like the most quick thing. You don't even have a chance to actually, like, take it in because it's so fast-paced. Um, You're going backstage, you're changing, they're calling your name, next thing you know, it's interview round, next thing you know, it's top three. You don't really get time to actually sit and think about it, except gratitude. I really think every time they said my name, I felt so grateful.
0: And of course, everybody wants to know what was going through your mind when you're center stage with only one other contestant.
1: Yeah, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I mean, I made it this far, what what are the chances of, you know, being in a competition with 89 other women who are already winners where they come from, who are smart, who are intelligent, and have so much to offer to the organization and, and to the world. You just feel lucky in that moment. I think we cannot take for granted that luck is a thing, because in as much as I'm capable, they were capable too, but I guess it was my time, and, and and we have to, we have to give it to luck as well, and just the universe um, coming together and saying this is my time. Mm-hmm. So it was it was quite a a moment of gratitude. I think I felt grateful most of the time for that whole competition.
0: Perfect. Are you still performing your daily affirmation in the morning?
1: Yes, I am. I really do. I'm, it doesn't stop, you know, just because. Now I, I want this Universe. I still have to wake up every day and remind myself of, of my purpose and remind myself that I'm worthy of, of this crown and, and being this Universe. So definitely daily affirmations are still happening.
0: <laughs> As a worldwide role model who has made history, what would you like others to know about you personally? Oh,
1: personally, I, I want them to know that I haven't always this confident because I know sometimes I, you know I do come across as confident and maybe I have it all figured out. I, I don't have it all figured out. I wake up every day and I try to navigate each day as it comes, and I, I have my own insecurities as well that I've had growing up that I still have even now. You no, know, so it's just to say that you know I'm not perfect. I'm just as human as the next other person.
0: And I know we're only into our second week, as you being Miss Universe. Do you have a goal? Asma's Universe 2019?
1: Yeah, I do have a goal. I just want whatever message that I I, want, I spread out to the universe. I, I, I hope that it means something to someone that it touches, you know, at least even if just one person's life, I feel like I, I would have done half the job that I wanted to do as a Miss Universe. So my goal is to really be responsible with the platform and that my intentions come through as
0: best as possible. And you're gonna have an unbelievable travel schedule. Is there one country that you would like to visit?
1: I've always said I wanted to see India. I think, i have just, their culture, they're so rich in culture. I'm someone who, who loves learning about cultures and hearing stories and I've always felt like theirs was quite quite a rich one. So I'd absolutely love to visit India one day.
0: And I've seen the pictures and I know a little bit that's going on. Have you had very much time to spend with your sister queens?
1: I actually haven't. I live with Chas Miss USA, so I've spent quite um, some time with her. I I haven't spent time with the other sister queens, but I'm sure that that's something that's going to happen during the course of the year, and I cannot wait for it um, because I had such a fantastic time with the contestants.
0: Is there any question you would like to address that I may have been remiss in asking?
1: Mm, No. Not that I can I can think. Oh yeah, you you did we speak about gender gender based violence and my campaign and my my he for she? No, we didn't.
0: We did touch upon it, but we yeah. can revisit that, of course.
1: Uh, yeah, it was just my 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 gender based violence he for she campaign with the United Nations Women, uh, which is something I started back home as Miss South Africa, and it's really something that I'm hoping. Um, that I will definitely be working on as as a Miss Universe as well, um, and the He for She campaign really is it speaks about calling on men uh, to stand with women in the fight against gender inequality and gender-based violence, and I it's just closest to my heart because gender-based violence and gender inequality is a societal issue. It's a world issue. It's not just a woman issue, um, which is why I feel strongly about. You know, bringing in men to help us spread the message as well, and it's really something that I like people to know and to find out about and to you know visit um, the heforshe.org dot um, org website and to pledge
0: their support to women. And would you repeat that website one more time for me, please? It's heforshe.org Do you have any parting thoughts, or is there anyone you would like to recognize?
1: Of course. Um, I just want to recognize you know my mother. And my grandmother, because you know, I feel like I am where I am today because they are literally the roots, and I'm the branch that grows from the roots. So I'm just here because they are the sacrifices they make and, and, and they make. And everything that they taught me really just brought me to where I am today. So I just really want to thank them.
0: That is wonderful and very eloquent. And <laughs> as I've told everyone from the initial press conference, your eloquence, your concise thought process is just amazing, and as Anderson Cooper said last night, you are beautiful and you are eloquent.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much.
0: And our very special guest today has been none other than Miss Universe 2019, Zoza Bini Tunzi. Zosie, I really appreciate your time with me this morning. I look forward to getting the magazine out to the newsstands. I'd love to catch up with you during the year. I know you're going to have a year that is beyond belief in a beyond imagination with the Miss Universe organizations congratulations again from my team here at pageantry magazine
1: thank you so much for having me this was so much fun